Yo, what's up with it? It's your boy Justin Orion repping that gallery world. This is episode three of the Link Up. Man's down coming live from the six, you know. Live from OD Toronto with my boy Shaheem, the co-owner of OD Toronto. What up, man? What up? Dude, I appreciate you doing this for me, man. No, man. Like, like you're a good dude, man. I had to. Felt I right. appreciate it, man. This is like an honor, man, because I've like, I've seen your store so much just in different like fashion blogs and on like uh, Instagram, the Insta Explore page. And I was like, yo, that shit's fire, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard so many like people who got good taste and I respect their opinions, like co-signing your shit. And I was like, damn, that's like, that looks like a destination when I go to Toronto, man. Dope, man, that means a lot. That's that's the best compliment. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I just appreciate the hospitality and you letting me into your shop. Cause you know, back home, a lot of people are just like reluctant to just even collaborate with people they live in the same city with, you know. And for you to show love to an out of towner like that, I really appreciate that, man. I wanted to ask you, man. So like, what was the, what was like? How'd you get into like your? How'd your entrepreneurial spirit start? Like, were you always like, did you always have that? Yo, I don't want to work for, I don't want to work for nobody. I want to work for myself. Honestly, my partner pushed me into that entrepreneurial spirit. Like I was doing, like, I was not, I was like doing um, renovations. I was doing that type of stuff. And like, this was always a passion just so I stayed happy. Yeah. Cause like, you don't want to work and just make money and like, just same thing every day. So I always had fashion sneakers on the side yeah just so i could at least stay happy and my boy one day just said like yo like i would always get him sneakers so he said like one day we just gotta do a business yeah so he just casually said it so i thought it was like i didn't think he was serious but like as time kept going we kept pushing it to make it a business and who we are yo was this shit scary for you at first yeah man like a lot of people don't know it's like it was like three years of like dying internally you know what i mean like it's yeah. It's like it's hard. Like the process is like is tough, but like it's this worth shit it. It's like some next level shit, man. I see yeah. a lot of resale shops and stuff. It don't look nothing like this, man. This yeah. is insane, bro. This is nuts. Like mm-hmm. everything from like the decor to the design, mm-hmm. you know, that's insane. Did you have like a design team come in and help? Yeah, no, no. My partner Tetra, like he he designed this place. Okay. He's more the artist behind this place. Yeah. So yeah, he did a lot of the design work. Because, like, you know, a lot of people think being an entrepreneur is easy. A lot of people think, well, I'm going to get out here and start my own shit. I'm going to make all this money. Like, uh, so, like, how do you deal with, like, the stress of, like, being your being your own boss? Like, what do you do to detach from all this, you know? Yeah, like, honest, honestly, like, if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, do something that makes you happy mm-hmm. and not something that you're trying to make money, like, yeah, right off the sure. bat. Because, like, the happiness will be there and the money will come later. Yeah. But, like, if you're making money and you're unhappy, you're headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, for sure. Like, me doing this podcast, this is, like, a passion project. Like, this is shit I love, man. I want to, like, highlight people's stories and, like, I feel like I can help ship culture. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know I can. And it's just what I want to do. So, I just feel like everyone should have, like, a passion project in life. You know what I mean? So, like... When this shit gets stressful for you, like, what do you do to detach? You, like, hang out with friends, family, or whatever? Like- yeah, yeah. Even, like, even at the shop, like, the people who work here, it's, like, family. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't work with anybody I don't like. Yeah. So, like, they keep me, they keep me good. Like, we treat it like a family. Yeah. 
So it's good. Weed helps. <laughs> it's legal out here now. Yeah, yeah. So like, Man, I'm seeing people like all around, like Young and Dundas, just smoking big yeah, smoke. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn, it's crazy. Back home, they'll fucking arrest your ass on yeah, the spot, yeah. bro. Yeah, I have yeah. like when people come from out of town and I start smoking weed, they're yeah. just like they're not sure what to do. Yeah. Like they they're not used to that. Have you smoked outside yet? Uh, like in nah, public? No, you still try it, man. Try it before you go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Man, something I was gonna ask you about. Um, so I know Toronto has like a history of like sneaker culture. Mm-hmm. Like from my understanding, there was a spot called Goodfoot back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like, uh, were you involved with that? Like, did you just hang out, go there, or something like that? Back yeah, in the yeah. Day? It was um, Goodfoot, and right next to it was Nomad. I've heard of Nomad. Like Nomad, Nomad's still around, but under different management. Mm-hmm. But original Nomad actually. Um, Matt George, like Matt the mastermind George. behind yeah. all of it, like he he's a legend in Toronto. Yeah, like I he know about like him. he had a lot of foresight. The only thing he didn't like follow through with actually he was offered to open the Supreme store in Toronto, mm. but back then Supreme wasn't what it is now. Yeah, but Supreme actually gave Nomad an account. Yeah, it's oh, one of the wow. only stores in the world that could sell Supreme like That's as an crazy. account. Yeah. Dude, so Goodfoot was the sneakers, Nomad was the clothing. They were right beside each other. Yo, Matt George was like a photographer too, right? He is, right? Or I don't know if he's a photographer, but he's um a businessman. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. yeah. But um it's funny, um Oliver from yeah, OVO. He started at Nomad, right? He used to work, yeah. yeah he used to I work at Nomad. Like Nomad, Ransom. Yeah. Cause I remember I used to follow their blog mm-hmm. way back in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So I was seeing all these like brands and shit. Yeah. Like that whole blog was putting me on the stuff like VizVim. Like, all that cool shit from, like, Japan and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Matt George was ahead of his time. Yeah, he, for sure. He brought sneaker culture to Toronto. Oh. Definitely, because we never had places to buy those type of sneakers. The SB Wave, when yeah. that started, that's all good for it. Like, that's where we get it from. Or you go on eBay and you mm-hmm. risk getting Yeah, paid. back in the day, niggas weren't really trying to fuck with the online shopping. That shit was mad sketchy. You yeah, know, to yeah, order yeah. something off eBay, you send them your money, you might not even get your shit back. You always heard horror stories yeah. that, like, dudes will pull up to your house if you didn't send stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, that's, that's a legend. Like, um... So we're like around the same age. So like, what were some of your early style influences? So I get it. You're like a kid growing up in the '90s and early 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what was you seeing that was like influencing like your your sense of style? Like Pharrell and Kanye. But, Hell yeah. But like, I couldn't dress just like them because yeah. like they can only pull off it, what they were pulling off. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But you take a piece from that outfit. Yep. Try to work it into your own personal style, bro. Dressing just like them, it's kind, yeah. it was kind of weird. For me, uh, Pharrell started the shit for me. I remember being like, around 2001, I remember seeing Pharrell in a video. That was like, I was like, probably like 12, 13. It was like, just finding out about this whole culture. Mm-hmm. It was like the the infancy of like the internet. Yeah. I remember seeing Pharrell like, yo, who is this fresh ass dude with the independent skate tees and shit? I'm like, yo, this dude makes beats. I, I've heard some of his songs. Back in Texas, we used to have a skate store called Fast Forward. So I would get on the internet. I guess I had MSN internet. So I would like just, it was before Google. So I'd be like, what's he wearing? So I remember he was wearing like independent and like element. So I would do like the independent shirts, the element tees with the DCTs. But then I would mix it up with like the the South Pole jeans and like the Air Force Ones and shit. You know what I mean? Taking me back, yeah. Dude, I was ahead of my time, bro. Niggas was like on that skater shit, bro. Like the shit I was on back in the day, like especially being in the South, bro. It was like, I guess it was abnormal for black people to be on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, like no, the you... internet made everything so cool. It made everything yeah. acceptable, you know? Yeah, back then it was tough to 
like when someone wore a fit, it was you had to do research, research. Yeah. Nowadays, if they're wearing a fit, in the link there's the purchase. Like you can yeah. find it instantly. Everybody has it. Yeah. Back then it was kind of more fun because you felt like yo, I like I figured it out. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, Instagram made like everyone's taking cues from the same shit. You know, it's so like homogenous. It's like oh, okay, you follow this account, I follow this account too. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's all the same stuff. Like, and but people are like nowadays are trying to go out of their way to find something different. Yeah, it's still it's still not mainstream, but like we people definitely want to look different. Yeah, but yeah. everyone's trying to look different right now. You so, know? Yeah, yeah. So like, how are you supposed to stand up when everyone get dressed up? Yeah, like Kanye yeah, said, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. Like the thing about style is like when you get a certain age and you find yourself checking out of like trendy shit. It's like I see the way you're dressed, you know. Got the acronyms and shit, like, just real age-appropriate mm-hmm. shit, you know? That's mm-hmm. what I'm on. I'm yeah. 30, bro, so it's like, I ain't trying to be looking like a fucking, like, hype beast, like a dickhead, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. teenager, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... Working at a shop, like, I have to be conscious. I don't want to come in dressed too hype. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want kids to think that's what's cool. Yeah. Really, it's like, it's not. I want, like, I try to wear different brands. Like, Noah, we don't even really sell Noah in Toronto, but, like, I want kids to ask me, like, what's that tee? Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? I can wear Supreme. You can wear all those brands, but I try to wear different brands just so people are aware of those other brands. In yeah, Toronto, sure. there's a lot of people just know the basics. Mm, what are the basics out here in Toronto? Like, Supreme. Mm-hmm. Like, people are just getting into Palace. Now, really, Supreme is the only thing I'm trying to think. Yeah. People wear some OVO. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people with OVO shit on. Yeah, here. OVO is good. It's like staple piece. Yeah, it's like OVO. heritage brand out yeah, here, right? Yeah, Kinda, yeah. right? It's becoming yeah. one. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's that owl is definitely becoming yeah. a, a legendary, legendary logo. Yeah, but kids here, we're kind of late. Yeah. We don't really have that much. Like New York, they have a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. We don't even have a Supreme store. Yeah. That makes, that makes it the spot too, because because we don't have that stuff, so when you get a Supreme tea... You feel like nobody else has this. Bro, I remember hearing stories of back in the day of niggas being like, yo, man, like, we had to drive to New York just to get, like, the cop the shit we wanted to cop and take it back to Toronto, you know? Yo, yeah, yeah, that that was fun. Did you ever make those trips? I never made those trips, but, like, if I had something that that I, like, got off somebody... That I wanted to sound exclusive, I would say I got it from New York. <laughs> that was a quick way to like end the conversation too, when you didn't really want to talk too yeah, much. Yeah, for and sure. like, just be like, yeah, I got it from New York, bro. Back home, niggas was doing that. I want to say like early In mid Texas? thousands. Hell yeah, bro. You remember when Lil Wayne uh, was doing Bape, the oh, Bape yeah, yeah, wave? Yeah, yeah. What was it with Lloyd in that video? Uh, you. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Clips, yeah. but like, I feel like a lot of people down south were wearing like knockoff Bape. Right, mm-hmm. but they didn't know it at the time. Mm-hmm. People just wanted the flicks. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, "Yo, Wayne's wearing it. Wayne's wearing it." You know, and a lot of cats would be like, before everyone got access to it, mm-hmm. a lot of cats would be like, "Where'd you get it from?" They'd be like, "Man, I got a cousin living in New York that sent it to me." That's you know? it. That's it. Like, you don't <laughs> really no need one to wanted to give up more. their no yeah. one no one wanted to like blow up their spot and tell yeah. people where they got their plug from. You know, yeah. because you see what happens when yeah. everybody knows where to get the stuff. Yeah. Everybody dressed the same, so like they were doing the right thing back then. You yeah. keep it down low. But we had so many like spots in texas like people just selling like knockoff bape knockoff jordans that was a that was a crazy time man. for like knockoff prices like good prices yeah. or like bait prices uh knockoff prices okay okay you okay. get a pair of aqua eights for 90 bucks okay okay. they look okay. legit yeah, yeah yeah but i just feel like at the time people didn't really know about this bootleg way people yeah. weren't really on it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. no that's definitely the pay 90 dollars for a pair of shoes is expensive anyways mm-hmm. you know what i mean because back then people were buying this stuff and just wearing it yeah yeah nowadays sure. people are buying this stuff to try to flip it 
like that's that crazy. that's when it gets crazy yeah but like someone was just trying to wear that like they couldn't afford the real thing i really don't care too much yeah for sure yeah, man because i feel like bother me. it doesn't bother me neither because like Everybody wants to feel good about themselves. Yeah, like, who who am it. I to be like, yeah, yeah. nah, that's Seriously. fake, bro. What the fuck you doing? It's like, bro, whatever makes you happy. Yeah, you know? yeah. We had no idea what these kids are going through, yeah. like in school. Like, yeah. yo, being in school right now must be tough. Cause, yeah, like, man. Your clothing is you. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, kids get bullied because they don't, they can't afford Supreme. Do people wear, uh, in Toronto, do kids wear uniforms out here? No, but they're trying to ban branding. Mm. Like, yeah, there's a lot of schools are trying to ban any brands. Cause the thing about branding, it some, sometimes it kind of hints a little like level like classism, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, like, 100%. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm better than you. I got this. I got that. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I like you said, man. I feel for kids like in underprivileged neighborhoods, like that can't afford the like the fresh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm looking around, I'm seeing like some rough parts of the city. I'm like, damn, some of them kids like no offense, you know, they're they their parents are doing what the best they can. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's it is what it is. You know, like even us, like whatever we're doing, just imagine having a kid now. Yeah, so for sure. Got, like all that extra money on food, and yeah, everything, and now yeah. you got to buy them fresh. Yeah, clothing. for it's, sure. It's tough. And I see some parents pulling it off. You know, it's like they're struggling. Like, yo, I got to get my kids the Jays or some shit. You know, yeah, that's yeah. that's how it is back home too. You know, that's dope. But then the kid grows up thinking like that's what makes yeah. you, you like is your the clothes aren't your identity. It's your character and like yeah, 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 your yeah. your abilities and your skills. You know, because like I was talking to a friend of mine back home. He was like, yo, what the fuck is the point of like clothes? Like, what does all this mean in the like the in the grand scheme of things? The bigger it's picture just of life? to be happy. It's yeah, really, like I wear clothes to impress you. Yeah, for sure. Because like Nas and one of his songs said you are who you are when nobody's looking yeah like, at home i'm not wearing no supreme I yeah don't, for sure i don't if i go home i don't i don't want to see supreme anything like yeah. i don't have people think like my house is full of like supreme Cost accessories toys. Cost <laughs> man no 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 when i, I don't want to see that shit when i get home yeah, yeah for sure yeah definitely but yeah man like it's like i don't know what it's going to be in 10 years because right now kids the clothing they're wearing i'm like how are they even affording this right now do you think like streetwear is gonna hit like a bubble and burst? Where like I've been saying that for a long time, but like it's come to a point where streetwear is the most affordable thing you can flex with. Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Not everybody can get a watch. Not everybody can get a car. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like houses, like none of that really means. It's anything. funny you say that because I was reading the thread on Reddit, and they were talking about the reason exactly what you're saying. A lot of millennials just buy clothes and like accessories for their apartment like just cool shit to flex is because a lot of people really especially back states state size a lot of people probably won't ever get to become homeowners Mm because it's just the way like shit's just so fucked up you know so people want to feel good you know yeah like yeah yeah. Yeah, like people just gotta figure out a balance like try to find happiness outside of that stuff get a group of friends that don't give a fuck what you're wearing yeah exactly really get a group of friends like when you when you go out to chill and there's a guy roasting your fit, that's not your boy. Like Yeah, for sure. Because that sure. guy will fuck up your whole life. Now yeah. you're going to go try to impress that loser. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for real, right? Because like, yeah. clothes are like, they don't make you. You know what no, I mean? No, no, it's no. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man make the clothes. You know you have dope friends when you go see them and you, you literally don't give a fuck what you're wearing. You're yeah. doing whatever the fuck. So let me ask you a question. When you were growing up, like, what were some of the brands you were messing with? Like, uh... Were you down with, like, Rocco Air and shit like that? And, like, G-Unit and stuff like that? Yeah, like, I grew up poverty. I grew up yeah. in Flemmel Park. It's, like, it's the hood out here. Yeah. And The ends is that what y'all call it? On yeah, here? like, man, like, the brands I want... I, I know I was wearing, like, fake Aniche. Yo, how do you pronounce Aniche? You said it right. Is that right? Because someone Aniche? told me it's N-Y-C, because E-N-N-Y-C-E-N. <laughs> like, someone A brand told me I couldn't pronounce was uh, a Vocal. 
or Vaco. Remember Vocal? I think that, that was Nelly shit. That too expensive for my day. You remember it was Nelly shit? It was V-O-K-A-L, oh, 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 right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Vocal. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I still don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> Dude, but, I miss like that era of the brands around that time. That was like, that was like shit that was really That shit was expensive street. though. It that was shit was expensive. expensive. Shady, remember Shady? Oh, like that, that was... That shit was fucking trash, low yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was crazy. That's when everyone had to add a brand. Even under 3,000 had a brand. It was uh, Benjamin Bixby. They were selling yeah. at like Barney's. That shit didn't like do nothing though. That's crazy. He was too early on that menswear trend. Yeah, those rockwear, academics. Sean John, academics. Sean John, man, Sean John has one of the most classic logos. Now, back then, like, it wasn't the coolest brand, but, like, a Sean John t-shirt, just Sean yeah. John. I got to find one of those. Seriously. Dude, we sell them down south at Macy's. Do you have Macy's out here? No, no, no. We have similar, like, type of brands, okay. like a Winners. Oh, okay. I got to look for one of those. That's, That's dope. a vibe, bro. Yeah. That's a vibe, bro. Or even, like, the old G-Unit logo with the cursive on it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. That was a They vibe. still sell those? Yeah. Like, I got to find those. Those are dope. That's that's classic. What other what other brands? Like, over here, like... Um, Would, did, were y'all on uh, Lot 29? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, very short time. During Lot 29, a lot of people were doing airbrush tees. Oh, okay. At least remember, where I was from. Yeah, yeah, back home, too. You remember uh, Mesquim? Yeah, yeah. Was that the? Um, it was like some weird art shit. It had like yeah, the handprint yeah, yeah, on it yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know? That one, that one came and went quickly. Yeah. They still sell the fitteds. Mm. Like up until recently, when the new era store closed, they still had those fitteds there. Oh shit! So yeah, was that? But for me, it was academics, rock aware, um, fat farm jeans. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember fat. You ever fuck with the Fubu? No, I never got into Fubu. Okay, but I had Fubu. Fubu. Is have you ever seen the um, the episode of um, Atlanta, the Fubu episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that episode needs to be played at schools. <laughs> that episode needs to be like that's literally one of the best episodes. Like everybody should watch that because that is the that's really like, uh, shit ever. Yeah, that's scripture, man. That's yeah. scripture, man. If you if you're if you care about clothing and fact, like watch that and just you kind of understand is it's not it's not all fun and games. Yeah, for sure, you know man. Mean? So um, I want to talk about music, man. Like. What was some of the, the tunes you was growing up on, bro? Like, what was you fucking with, man? Like, of course, Kanye. Yeah. Um, AZ. Dude, I've been in my AZ bag lately. I've been listening to the format. Oh, my God, bro. I swear to God. I downloaded that shit today. Because they just morning. put it on streaming. Not too. Oh, is that what happened? Because, like, today. one of the best AZ joints that slept on is uh, Magic Gower with him and CL Smooth. Bro. Bro. Dude, AZ's so underrated, bro. Yeah, he's super underrated. And he was so style. He just his his style was just so finesse. His flow was just it, it was, was never off. The format you could play it and just yeah. listen to it. And it's like holy shit. This or the guy come was up. snapping. He was snapping. Yeah. yeah. He was. Who else was there? Um, man, over here, Cardinal Afishaw was dope. Um, okay, I'm familiar with him. He had the the joint with uh, Akon, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know he's he a got, Toronto legend. Yeah, he's I know a he's, a Toronto, legend. he's a Toronto OG. He's like a, um, what is he, like a, a label vice president of like, uh, he's like a label rep now. He's like an is A&R. He's he just like dope. music industry shit now. Dope. Who else was there? Jadakiss? I was going to ask you about Jadakiss, yeah. man, because I feel like the locks, I feel yeah. like they had like the whole East Coast like on lock. Yeah. You know? No, Jadakiss was huge. Jadakiss was huge. I remember when Jadakiss's um, Kiss of Death Me too, bro. I was in came out. Like they did a whole thing. Like um, we have HMV out here. You yeah. guys have that out there? It's like our music store. Like we sold CDs. Like the front of the store was just Jadakiss. Damn. Like every single front. Like nah, Jadakiss wasn't really popping like that in the mm -hmm. south. It's like he said, why my buzz ain't uh, bigger than LA as it is in New York. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, he was like true. real East Coast centric. But like if you Jadakiss was one of the artists, if you know, you know people 
real heads fucked with him down mm-hmm. south. Jada Kiss has like some of the best guest verses, like still to this day, bro. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. he be saying some like wild shit, bro. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he stayed true to himself. He never yeah. tried to do no trendy shit. No, you know? no, no, no. Like yeah, like who else was a G Unit? Yeah, Cent. Man, it's hard. I'm trying to remember Dipset like, the CDs. Yeah, yeah, Dipset, Dipset for sure. Um, it was a uh, Give It to Dartron, obviously. They had Beg for Mercy. Yeah, Beg for Mercy. Lloyd Banks. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. I was Lloyd jamming Banks at a uh, Hunger for More a couple weeks ago in my car. Yeah, dude, Lloyd Banks was like the punchline king, man. Yeah. Who else? Yo, you know who had a a nice wave in Toronto? This was when I was younger. Papoose. Oh, for real? Papoose had a serious... Remember the like, alpha, what was it, the alphabetical slaughter? Alphabetical slaughter, yeah. I don't know. How was that Papoose back then? Like, I feel like down south, you guys really support down south. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Out here, we wanted to be New York. Yeah. That's it. We just wanted to be... Like, we didn't have okay. anybody. Because, like, uh, Papoose, when Papoose was coming up, when people started finding out about him around, like, ah, maybe 05, 06, people were like, Houston was getting the wave. Mm-hmm. Houston... Was like really getting away. We had Paul Wall, Mike Jones, all that shit. So we were just supporting like the home team yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me being an internet kid, I fucked with that. Mm-hmm. We had like Swisher House, Little Flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home but I was shit. like, I fucked with that off proxy of just living there. Mm-hmm. But then I was listening to like real like underground shit, like fucking LA shit, like Dilated Peoples and like mm-hmm. a lot of East Coast shit, like Talib, Most Def, you know what I mean? Talib Kwali is like my favorite rapper, rapper. Yeah. Like I really have. Man, maybe seven or eight of his albums. He like towards the end he started like it wasn't as good. Maybe because my like my taste in music changed a little bit. Yeah. And like I'd want to hear like a feature from him more than a full song. But like yeah. Talib Kweli is like crazy. Who was the guy when you were growing up? Ti. Yeah. Ti. Yeah. Around the time I remember did the little flip and Ti beef. I I didn't know who was better from. Okay. Like, I didn't know who you liked better. Break it down real quick. Little Flip had Houston on lock. Mm-hmm. Texas on lock. He was the freestyle king. You mm-hmm. know, this dude was like saying some wild shit. Then somehow, you know, when T.I. started coming up, T.I. started bubbling. He got on this, I'm the king of the South. They were like cool at first. Mm-hmm. But then something happened where I guess T.I. like, T.I. came to Little Flip's hood in Houston. And mm-hmm. they like fought. And I don't know if he like beat uh, T.I. up or vice versa or some shit. He went to Cloverland. And that's like a neighborhood in uh, Houston, I believe. And they said, you know. It was like shit got weird. Like uh, T.I. literally tried to do a, uh, he tried to pull a Jay-Z on a Lil Flip. He was like rapping on stage and he put like uh, the Leprechaun, because Lil Flip had a popular album back in the day called The Leprechaun. It was him dressed Mm. in the Leprechaun suit. Oh my God. And he like tried to do how uh, Jay did uh, Prodigy at Mm. Summer Jam. And everybody was kind of like, damn, T.I. like ended Lil Flip's career. And ever since that little battle they had, it Mm. was like, Shit really went downhill for Little Flip mm-hmm. in like the sense of like he's still getting money and all that shit, but in the sense yeah. of like being popular and stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause T.I. was kind of like the Jay Z of the South. The way he moved and carried himself clean cut, like mm-hmm. ladies' man. Like Was he always clean cut? He was the rubber man, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, kinda, yeah. He was but just the way he moved and yeah. shit, like they you could tell like Respectful. Grand, yeah, respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't all tatted up or no yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've always felt like Grand Hustle was kind of like they were trying to like uh, mold themselves after like Rockefeller you know mm-hmm. like I always looked at T.I. was Jay and like um, Jason Geter his manager was more like a Dame Dash and you know like T.I. was on pace to be like the fucking dude but uh, that first once he got that major charge mm-hmm. that threw him away for a yeah. whole year yeah. and once he came back he was never the same yeah. no and one's al- ever the same the like, album yeah. he put out before he went to jail the T.I. versus T.I.P. Mm-hmm. that shit was like yeah whatever then he went to jail, 
you know he was an American gangster. She was looking up. Yeah. Came out, went to jail. I mean, he went to jail before that album. Yeah. Then was never the same. Then went back to jail again. The second time he went, it was like, it was a rap for him, man. Yeah. It's tough to come back. Like, even look at Chris Brown. Like, Chris Brown, I think he just recently came back with the Drake song. Like, yeah, for sure. They've been trying to bury him forever. Yeah, for sure. But, like, if you're talented, you'll still stay around till that one big hit to get you back up. Or even, uh, even Shine, man. Shine, I go back and listen to a lot of Shine. Oh, shit, like the first album. And I was like, yo, He this came dude. out of jail sounding like the Cookie Monster. <laughs> you remember that? that yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the sure. fuck? 2009, man. Yeah. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, he was just, he had like a, just a style. He was just saying some slick shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess he moved to Belize and just got in his political bag and shit, you yeah. know? Sometimes I always say you got to pivot. Like, once, like, once something isn't really working, working, mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't pivot, you become the, oh, what happened to those guys? It's yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. that nigga's still trying to do that shit. It's like, yeah. make sure, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like asking Picasso to do the same painting over and over again. People like, get tired of it. That's what know? people want from Kanye. They're like, I like the old stuff. I like the old stuff. But like the old stuff is only what it is because he didn't keep doing it forever. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, we just forget about He's him. He's like the on. only rapper I know who's like seven, eight albums all sound like totally different. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, he might take a little bit and sprinkle a little bit mm-hmm. on it. The last two, like Ye and Life of Pablo, they kind of sound like one big album if you play them together, but... Did you like Yeezus? Uh, it was all right. It's, it was... I see what it did. It was like influential. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, after that album dropped, a lot of sounds started with the bass heavy and Everyone all Everyone started screaming on yeah. their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was influential. What, like, if you watch, if I went to the concert for Yeezus, oh yeah, that I went, changed, like that made the album. I went so to much that. Better. I went to that concert too. I remember it was in Dallas. It was like so fucking snowing to get there. It was like, bro, we went through hell trying to get to the concert. It was like a snowing? snowstorm the snowing? day he came. Holy shit. And the snowstorm for us. Yeah, because you guys like, aren't ready for yeah. snow, so it's different. Like, yeah. My boy was telling me it, it snowed like a couple inches in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. the whole city shut down. Yeah, that's how it is. That's because like, they just aren't... He was just trying to explain to me, like, they just are not prepared for that. Yeah, for sure. That's insane. But anyways, like, the Yeezus, the stage design, that shit was sick. Like, the mountains, I was like, mm-hmm. yo, this is like... This dude on some other shit, man. Like, mm-hmm. I even went to, like, the, the Life of Pablo tour. That shit was fire, too, you know? Life of Pablo was... Like, if you were on the floor... I was on the floor, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were in the stands, it was like... It's not the same concert. Yeah. On the floor, the energy, holy shit. That was crazy. Yeah. That's why I feel like branding is so important. Like, the mm. way you roll out shit, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes uh, we don't like a brand because we like it. Sometimes I feel like we like the way it was marketed yeah, toward yeah. us. You know what I mean? 100%. And, like, I don't know. I feel like it's easy to take. Sometimes I think it's, like, real easy for brands to take a, take advantage of impressionable people. Mm-hmm. Like, I see sometimes, like, some people, they just roll out some shit, and it's like, damn. Like, how they get that off? You know, just because the hype surrounding it. You know what yeah. I mean? Hype is hype is real, man. Yeah, hype, hype is, is a drug. <laughs> like, like, Supreme sold the mm-hmm. company off of hype. Yeah. Nobody really, like, nobody really knows what the sales are if there's no hype on that. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? for sure. So, like... Hype is a big thing. And kids don't know they're being marketed to. Yeah. They really don't. They see this shit and they're like, let me buy it. It's it's what's cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, the kids the kids these days are fucked. I don't know how I don't know what they're gonna grow up to be. Cause right now they're like it's scary, scary yeah, hours, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I see some know. of these kids, I'm like, man, yeah. like the shit I see online is like, man. Then you mix it with social media, like Mm-hmm, I yeah. see the shit people do on Instagram Live. You like, know? you remember in school, if some shit happened, it, like, kind of stayed and died in your school. Like, nowadays, everybody has a camera out. That shit lives forever. Yeah. 
your most embarrassing moment could be documented, yeah, bro. Yeah, That's yeah. scary, I, man. Yeah, mad fuck shit in yeah. high school. If that shit was recorded, I don't even know. And yeah. people bring that shit up as soon as you're doing anything dope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's fuck, fucked man. up, man. Yeah, you know, I fuck. feel like you gotta sometimes with certain things, you gotta just gotta like bro, people aren't their past mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you're talking about Chris Brown, for someone like him, like, yeah, he did some fucked up shit, but like, you know, people kept like they never gave him a time to like they never they never they never forgave him. They still hold it against him. Yeah. You know, but I mean, he kept doing like weird shit like in between too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. made it worse too. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't that. Yeah. yeah. Was, was like, what was your first concert Um, that you remember? First concert, bro, 2009. I was like 18. It was like around the, the start of the blog era. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, Currency, Pac Div. Uh, it was a guy named XV. Mm-hmm. It was from Kansas. It was around the era of like two dope boys. That's dope. Was that a small venue concert? Yeah, it was a small venue. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. What about yours? It was J Cole. From what I remember, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was J Cole for the um, the warm up tour. Oh like shit! His fir- yeah. The first time he came to Toronto, yeah, shit was crazy. From like that was that was like top five concerts of all time. What was your favorite concert? Honestly, my favorite concert was in that same venue. Good. It nice, was nice. Big Sean. It was around the t- it was mixtape Big Sean. It mm. was uh when he did Finally Famous Three. Me and small my- venues, yeah, like that energy in a concert is unbeatable. Bro, me and my friends still talk about this shit to this day. It was in two thousand nine. It was no two thousand ten. It was Big Sean. Uh, remember Mickey Fax? Yeah, yeah. It was Big Sean, Mickey Fax, and Big Sean was touring off the Finally Famous Three mixtape. Oh, Bro, that shit was amazing man remember he had to like lemonade freestyle over the yeah, Gucci yeah, yeah, beat yeah. that shit was insane bro like, that guy's that was talented a, yeah that guy's talented were you around when like uh, I guess like the weekend was coming up or whatever yeah, yeah 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 definitely yeah was that like a big moment for the city like uh, when House of Balloons dropped yeah 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 it was Drake Drake's cosign blew him up but yeah. like there was rumblings of the weekend everybody was listening to him it was a vibe Mm-hmm. It was a vibe. It was literally something you just press play and you just listen to, and you're like, "Who is this guy?" He tried to be super mysterious. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what the weekend looked like. Yeah, which is like tough to do nowadays. Like yeah, yeah, people for don't sure. care just about your music; they want to see like the image behind it. But yeah, when he came, he did a sm- his first concert At was the like mod club, right? yeah, super yeah. small, and like you couldn't hear the weekend. Everybody was just singing word for word every Damn, fucking song. Yeah, no, yeah, he. That I was, saw him at a House of Blues Dallas around that that same summer mm-hmm. uh, when he came to Texas. You know, mm-hmm. tickets sold out in like ten minutes. You know, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. So like, um, I felt like when the weekend started coming up, that's when I started feeling like, man, Toronto has like a sound, an identity. It's like real moody. Mm-hmm. You know, so does like Toronto have a signature sound? Would you say for like the music out here? Like it's like real melodic. Yeah, like. like- I would say it's like probably the weekend Drake. Yeah, it definitely has its own sound. I can't I couldn't name it. Yeah. yeah. It's just a vibe. You know, it's just a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. And like Drake made it cool to like be emotional. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? For sure, yeah. Like which is like sounds crazy, but it's just yeah. He made it sound dope. Mm. He made he made it so like you can say whatever you want, but if it's melodic, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. If it sounds yeah, good, yeah, it don't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. I always felt like now recently that I feel like Toronto has like a big stronghold on like culture and influence and stuff throughout the world. Like, what do you think that comes from? How do you feel about that? Like, it's honestly like like we're still getting used to it, and but we're seeing a lot of producers coming out of Toronto. You see a lot of people from outside of Toronto coming here to find talent. Yeah. 
So that part of it is amazing. There's, it's definitely, all eyes are on Toronto. Even with the Raptors winning, yeah. everything. Like, this story is impossible without yeah. a Drake. Yeah, that's without, crazy. It doesn't matter how dope your city is mm-hmm. for you, but, like, you got to give, like, the world a reason to see your city. Yeah, like, for sure. nobody was watching us before. Yeah. Nobody. Like, until Drake, and then all eyes were on us, and then they saw how dope we are. We had, like, culture to back it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was the most multicultural... And, like, we're all friendly, too. Yeah, man, since I got here, everyone's, like, been showing love. Everyone's been, like, respectful, you know? Yeah, and especially if you're from out of town, they just want to, like, they want to show you the dope shit in Toronto. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. It's exciting. It's like when someone comes to your house and you just want to, you want to have that place clean. You want to show them, like, yeah, what you yeah. got. Like, it's like that. One, like, thing yeah, I, proud. one thing about, like, uh, I noticed about your store that I haven't seen anywhere. For, for your store to be so dope, bro, the people here, like, really respectful. Mm-hmm. Like, I was at uh, Yorkdale, a couple other stores, and, like, I don't know. Like, the guys there, they weren't, like, real, like, they kind of had that, like, you're going to buy something or get the fuck out vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. the dudes here were just, like, talking to me, just being, like, real cool, mm-hmm. you know? Or even when you go to New York, I'd be at, like, the Palace store, like, Supreme store, like, Kiss stores, just stores I've been to, and it's, like, the employees, they kind of give off, like, they don't give a fuck, like, bro, you mm-hmm. want to buy something or get the fuck out? Like, you're trying to look, trying to figure out what's the best fit, you know? Yeah, no, 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 I know, man. And sometimes you're afraid to ask to try on some shit yeah. at some stores. Like, because, like, God forbid it doesn't fit. It's like, can I even come back here? I'm already, like, banned, you know what I mean? If I yeah. if I don't want this shirt I'm trying on. Yeah, for sure. It's tough, yeah. Like, in New York, it's it's because there's so many people, people lost its value. Like, people mm. are obstacles there. It's just way too many people. <laughs> really, like, it's just people, like, get out of my way, move. Like, nobody yeah, really sure. cares. Over here, it's still it's still a community. Yeah. Until I, the population grows here, it'll be another New York. It happens everywhere. Like, yeah. once you get too much of something, it loses its value. Because even back home, people say, man, Dallas is becoming, like, another New York because so many people from New York and California are moving to Texas because, oh. like, the cost of living is cheap. Okay, Cheaper. Okay, you can get like, you can get like a house for like, you can get like a three bedroom, two bathroom house mm-hmm. for like a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars a month. That's dope though. You know, like what I mean? that's dope if people are coming there. Like the goal for Toronto, like Toronto's unaffordable right now. Like downtown Toronto, you cannot yeah. like it's like you gotta make like a hundred k a year wow. to be poor in Toronto. It's Damn. really tough. Downtown Toronto is a joke. Like, I want, like, the outskirts of Toronto, like, people moving out, building those places out, like, the affordable places. Like, yeah. soon we'll see, like, the outskirts being just, like, downtown Toronto. Damn, that's what's happening back home, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Gentrification is, like, crazy, man, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. People just want to... People just want to be happy. It's really hard in Toronto. Damn. It's really hard, yeah. Because I was in Scarborough. I rode the train all the way to Scarborough. I took, like, a little day trip. That's and- dope. It's nice out there, man. It has like a suburbia vibe or There's nice shit. spots everywhere. Yeah. There's bad spots in Scarborough. Yeah, yeah. There's nice spots in Scarborough. But in general with Toronto, if you're not looking for trouble, you're good. Yeah, it's for sure. It's not really like fuck shit doesn't really like come to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whenever fuck shit happens in Toronto, shootings or anything, it's always a reason. It's yeah, never random. Sure. Yeah. So like it's always safe in Toronto. Oh, I was going to ask you a question why it's on the, a question why it's on my head. With like Toronto, like with like so much like spotlight being put on Toronto do you feel the need to like make OD bigger yeah yeah like that's why I want to do the Expansion. video series cause like I, all eyes are on us I want to show them like characters in the shop mm-hmm. like I want to show people like almost like a, like give them 
like a reason to come here like we feature different stuff like i want to make a video series because like everyone's watching us if we don't take this chance to show people yeah, what yeah, toronto yeah. is really about because you only get so much like, time to capitalize on really the moment, really know? yeah because like we had it with the nba this year is gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough year yeah so like i just think a city sometimes the city just needs one ring bro one ring oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know sometimes yeah. one ring is all it like that's matters. it that's it and what a ring what a ring yeah. like the the stars aligned. Even Kawhi's first All-Star game was in Toronto. Oh, shit. Like, That's his crazy. first All-Star. And moves here later, wins. The, yeah, he's epic storyline. So, like, what is your goal for, like, the, the video series? The video series is, like, to show the fashion shy, educate people on it, the, on the fashion stuff. Because, mm -hmm. like, a lot of the old Supreme, there's good stories behind it. There's a lot of good stories behind a lot of brands. Just want to educate people on that. And with just That's cutting cool. in and out of funny stuff. We want to yeah. keep it funny, man. We don't take ourselves serious here. Yeah, really. I can tell. Like, I like I, the fact that you're not pretentious. No, no, no. no. Like, cool. I like reading comments sometimes and seeing, like, people roasting me. Like, shit. Like, if it's a good, if it's good, it's hilarious. <laughs> I've always been there. You know what's cool about that? Like, a lot of people wear pieces. Mm -hmm. and they don't know what the fuck they're even wearing. Especially yeah. with Supreme, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with Supreme. Because it's such an old brand. It's such an old brand. A lot of kids don't know what it was before Louis Vuitton. Yeah, because I remember like seeing like kids with like the rap a lot shirts. It's like, mm -hmm. damn, man, you young kids don't even know what the fuck that is, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the like, one good thing is about those type of collabs is they're at least gonna Google rap a lot. Mm -hmm. They're gonna give you like a quick like two sentences off Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's better than nothing. Yeah, it's better than better them not nothing. knowing what these yeah, yeah. Brands, like, you know, or like with the Nas shirts and shit like that. Yeah, you know? or even There's like the Morrissey, you know. Yeah, yeah. Those people who were introduced to Nas through that T-shirt. Damn, There's, that's yeah. crazy. You know. No, I know, I know. It's crazy. I sound old. I sound old saying these type of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, bro. Nas, like being a Nas fan, makes you old. That's insane. Yeah. But like, yeah, as long like Supreme does help the culture. It's a lot of hype shit. Yeah. But when they do collabs with different, they collab with a lot of different brands. People, but the hype shit is like that keeps the business going. You know, keeps the business going, and then they do a couple of things that they want to do for like to keep it still skate related. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a balance. But like again, once you sell a business, your business partner wants to see more money every year. Yeah. So it's hard to ever scale it back. You can't ever go back. Damn. You gotta same with yeah. same with Nike. Yeah. They're not gonna stop releasing sneakers just because like it's oversaturated. Your yeah, people yeah, are buying sure. it. It's gonna be we'll make more next year. But like with the limited, re I always had a question. So how do like companies make so much money off like limited releases, like a Travis Scott or like a Sakai? Like if there's not so many, if there's not that many pairs, like is it even worth for them? Is it even how does that make them more money in the long run? It's like like. Like, if I sign, if I'm Nike, I'm signing Travis Scott not to make money off that shoe. It's the marketing that brings me money off everything he's wearing. So, like, he, he releases a Jordan 1. Mm. Kids are going to buy Jordan 1s now. They're going to buy all the Jordan 1s they couldn't get. Like, mm. they like to release, like, whenever they do collabs with people, they like to bring out a model that's not really doing well. Yeah. Jordan 1 Low. Jordan yeah. 1 Low was a joke back <laughs> in the day. It was a, really a joke. Yeah. And you get... You make it cool again through a Travis Scott. Ah, it makes you okay, money. Okay, okay. Yeah, they don't need to make money off that one collab, but that one collab has to make sales outside of that one shoe. Yeah, for sure. Which it does. Like Jordan One lows are big. When they do collabs with Jordan Threes, Jordan Fours, mm -hmm. Jordan Sixes are selling now. Yeah, man. Like Nike's smart. They still make money off those shoes, but uh, like to think like it yeah, seems like the resale make companies more. make more money off the shoe than they yeah. do. Yeah, they could. Yeah, but like you have to have those type of releases yeah. 
so that people who don't get that are introduced to that model mm. will buy other things they like. Yeah, because they're like, when they did like the Sakai and then that sold out so fast, they turned around and did like the Undercover. It was kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah, was it, yeah. the Tailwind or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of similar. It had a similar vibe to yeah. it, but it didn't do as good. That was a fail. They, they tried it with that, so the Sakai was super hype, super limited, mm-hmm. and they tried to go for a more general release version, Yeah, which was... Which was that, yeah, and it didn't do that good. But usually, like, what they do is they drop the limited, and then the the pair after that's like readily available usually sells out. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes Nike and Jordan like to play games. They like to release Travis Scott's four different releases. Yeah. So you think it's limited only because the same people are getting the same shit every release? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not that limited. Everyone's a hoarder now. That's why. Yeah. Are Are you a big believer in like wear your shit? Now I am. Before, yeah. it meant, like, if a shoe is valued at $5,000, like, I can't wear that no more. Like, yeah. I don't feel comfortable putting 5000 on my feet because I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up with money like that yeah, to yeah, be, like, sure. wearing $5,000 sneakers. That's crazy. So that part of it's still hard. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have sneakers that I've collected, like, for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking back now, I'm like, I didn't enjoy anything, man. Damn. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I posted them on Instagram. I got likes. But I didn't actually enjoy the sneakers. It <laughs> yeah, was kind of yeah, whack. Sure. Yeah. So I don't do that. I will never do that again. If I'm not wearing a shoe, I don't need it. Damn, for real, yeah. for sure. Especially with a store like this, being surrounded by all of this, I don't really need anything. Yeah. I really buy what I like now. Yeah. What do you think about what, like, Yeezy's doing with, like, Adidas and shit? Like, the... The business model. The business model? Yeah. Man, it's working, yo. It's working. I don't, like, if I... If you told me, like, we're going to make a 350 and we're going to release millions of pairs mm-hmm. in the next three years, I would have told you you're crazy. No one's going to buy it. Yeah. But for some reason, people keep buying them. I guess Kanye's influence is just unmatched. Yeah, just, that's crazy. What yeah. do you think of Yeezys? Like, we don't... Yeezys are not for us. I was noticing in Toronto. Yeah. I feel like Toronto is a Nike town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? Nike, I'll- Toronto. Adidas as a brand. New Balance as a brand. They're not marketing to the community. yeah. They're marketing like bigger scale. Nike Toronto does local events. Yeah, I've seen that. They target local influencers to like, you know what I mean? So there's more of a community with the Nike scene in Toronto. Adidas, not really. Dude, I'm saying nothing but like people in like white Air Force Ones. That's like uniform out here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or Nikes, Air Maxes, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, maybe, I was just like, yeah, maybe people don't mess with the the Yeezys out here because I've only seen like maybe like two or three people but Yeezys are a best selling shoe oh yeah yeah so Mm. people are wearing Yeezys but like it's for a different crowd like those the people who are wearing Yeezys probably aren't like the downtown kids you know what I mean like the places you're going but Yeezys do sell very well yeah yeah for sure and Toronto's also like we rep for Drake yeah Nike boys checks over stripes yeah yeah so that definitely affected Cause a I was, lot of Adidas sales. I was in the Yeezys. I got like two pairs, but like I just got like blush 500s and utility black 500s. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm getting back into Nike. That's just what I grew up on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I, I feel like I was a hype beast yeah, for the Adidas too. wave. I was a hype beast yeah. for that wave. And there was they had like the Adidas. boost wave and all that shit. That shit came and went. I just feel like, honestly, I feel like all Adidas has is Kanye. Yeah. They have Kanye... The human race is the Pharrell shit. It's like whatever. You know, the first wave was cool, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the they, new ones... they abuse that. Yeah. Like Adidas does that. They take one shoe and they just beat it to shit. And then they try to make like weird replica models of like a cheaper version of yeah, it or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, Adidas without Kanye, I think, Con- but Kanye Easy is a separate brand. I don't even consider that yeah, Adidas for sure. really. 
And the thing about Yeezy, sometimes I'm a little reluctant to wear it because it, sometimes I'm like, damn, it makes me... Not you shouldn't care what people think, but when I wear them, sometimes I'm like, damn, people probably think I'm one of those type of people. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like some who don't know about shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's really hard to not care what people think. Yeah. That's why it's good to talk to people. But you got to talk to people. People yeah. are speaking through their clothing. Yeah, for sure. People yeah. really just pull up to a party dressed fresh and then leave, and I'm supposed to be like, yo, did you see that guy in that fit? <laughs> yeah. Nobody for ever sure. says that. Yeah. Nobody. For sure. Nobody gives a fuck. If you're if you're like a trash human, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day. Because like even with the three fifties, I'm like, there's a joke back home. We're like, eh, three fifties are like Roshi runs for like the middle class, you know? Damn, 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 <laughs> damn. That's so fucking Roshi's, holy shit. That's what they're becoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, I want to talk to you about this. High end Roshis. What do you think about like the gentrification of like sneaker culture, bro? It's like I mean it's for everyone, but like when we were coming up. It's just certain people, they weren't really a part of this shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Man, it's like... Um, it's like some people just like, buy their way into it because they have yeah, money. Yeah, man, it happens with everything, man. That happens with hip-hop. Yeah. That happens with everything. It's it's good and bad. It became a business because everybody came into it. Yeah. But it made it less fun because everybody came into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's... Real man, it's like same with Supreme. Supreme, same thing happened to that sneakers. What do you think of it? Like, what do you, what do, we, where do we go from here? I don't know, man. Start wearing uh dress shoes. <laughs> yeah, like I wore Diodoras the other day. Oh yeah, like um the slacks, the, the Raekwon purple tape Diodoras. Oh okay. So like those type of shoes still get looks. People yeah. still fuck with that shit. But like I've been trying, I've been wanting to get back on like some Wallabies and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. some different shit. You know, man, like people should. Especially if, like, you go out talking to people, mm -hmm. like, I'd want, like, I'm going to be focused more on what you're wearing. You yeah. should wear different shit. Just yeah, because sure. you're, you're a character. You know yeah, what I mean? You're a person. Sure. You're not just the clothing. Yeah, for sure. So when you have, like, the personality, just wear some different shit. People, you strike up some conversation yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. Like, sometimes clothes is like a conversation piece. Yeah. Sometimes influencing people isn't on Instagram. Like, sometimes yeah, really just talking yeah, to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, my whole thing is, I never want to, I, I would never want to be an influencer. Because it's like, I'm not trying to, I don't want to influence people. I just want to connect with people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I just want to be a connector. I just want to bond and just meet people who got like dope interests and just, just just do some dope shit. If you're on this side of this world, I'm on this side of the world. Hopefully one day we can just link up and just like do some shit. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Because um, like the way things are going, the only link up is the the likes. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. I follow sure. you. I like, we're done. Mm -hmm. But like that's, that's kind of whack. Yeah. Like if you're not going out and meeting people, that's why over here... I make sure everybody's friendly. Talk to everybody. You really don't know who you're going to meet, man. Yeah, because really I remember don't know. I remember hearing stories about how, like, uh, what was it, Nomad? Or that was, like, a place. It was, like, a community center almost where people would just post up and, like, hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of, like, retail stores or brick-and-mortar stores are, like, missing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get that vibe here. It feels like community. Like, people can post up for a little bit and chop it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know I right? want them to. I want, like... Me, myself, I have an angry-looking face. I don't get too many people coming up to me. Yeah. Unless I do more videos and stuff, and then people will come say hi. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, like, I want to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. I really, like, everybody grew up differently. Everybody has a different life experience. Somebody's yeah. going to tell me something I didn't know. Yeah, Somebody's yeah, going to sure. tell me a story that's, like, dope. I wouldn't yeah, have heard yeah, yeah. that any other way. For sure. But, like, let's end this podcast on a story. Like, okay. I won't name name names. Yeah, but yeah. long time ago, Drake walked in to Nomad mm -hmm. or Goodfoot. And he was trying to get um, styling for one of his videos. Yeah. 
And like there was a guy working there and he's too cool for everybody. Wow. Said no to Drake. Damn. Yeah. And so Nico goes up to someone else. Yeah. And that guy's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll get you guys. If you go, the replacement girl, my man's wearing the good foot. Oh, shit, bro. That was so sick. So that that guy, so the guy said no to him for whatever, like he's too cool, whatever. And the other guy says yes. That other guy ends up being Oliver. Wow. You never know. Like, I'm telling you, like, if Drake back in the day came up to you, like a lot of people have those stories. They just didn't believe in him. Yeah. Or they just didn't want to talk to him, whatever. But you never know who you're going to meet. Bro, I remember like, quick story. I used to do music. I remember finding him on MySpace. I remember like sending him an email and him writing back. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get a verse. I'm like in 11th grade. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get a verse. He's like, 1500 I remember like, bro, I got 600 He's like, bro, I, I got to do 1500 I can't go lower. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's wild. Then when I finally came up on the money a year later, he was getting managed by somebody else. It was like the start of the young money shit. The yeah. dude was like 3000 I was like, damn. Holy fuck. <laughs> man, man. But one more question before we end this. Good. What's some advice you would give your younger self or like people trying to come up and do what you're trying to do, you know? Mm-hmm. My advice would be make more friends as in like actual genuine connections with people. Yeah. Be nice to people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like um, like coming up before, like it was always I'm cooler than you. That was my value in life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm better than you. That was the value. But it yeah. was never building people up, like actually being nice to people. Yeah. That's where all the connections come from. That's where shit actually gets built. Yeah, for sure. It's when people around you, you help get up. If one day you fall, they're, they're still up there. They can help you back up. Definitely back in the day, I was more like shy. Yeah. That, I don't know if that was my fault, but I was just shy. I wasn't yeah. talking to nobody. Same. It slowed same down here. everything. It slowed down everything. You know what I mean? Like a lot of connections I could have made back then, I wasn't making just because I was shy. I wasn't talking to nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got to get out that comfort zone. Yeah. What, would you, what, what advice would you give your younger self? Um... Break out the shell, man. I was shy too. You know, I was a shy kid. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting out of my comfort zone. For me to be in Toronto by myself, mm-hmm. like to come out here by myself is like some like to me that's some wild shit. I don't do shit like that, you know? Man. Cause it's like I'm 30, bro. It's like now or never. I'm coming of age. I feel like I'm coming of age. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna do the things I really wanna do is like now's the time, you know, mm-hmm. to make this shit happen, to follow my passions yeah. and dreams, you know? No, no, man, yo, you're it's inspiration, actually. Like, to do that, it takes a lot. Like, I couldn't picture myself going to a different city and doing what you're doing. Damn. I couldn't picture myself doing that. Yeah. But even now, when I see kids coming and they're shy, like, I can notice, like, I force them to talk to me. Yeah. And then they, like, kind of get out of the shell. Hopefully, that leads into them being able to start a conversation with somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because nobody's too cool, like, in yeah. this world. Like, I'm the same as everybody else. Anybody can talk to me about anything. I'm I just... Re- I just really think just the normal. social media stuff, like... Ruined it. Yeah, people don't know how to, like, interact in the real world, you know yeah. what I mean? But I guess we should end that on a, end it on that note. So... But we'll th- definitely do a part two someday. Yeah, yeah, Like, your sure. ass better get back up here. Nah, I'm gonna come back You haven't up. smoked weed on a sidewalk. You haven't even been to Toronto. <laughs> you know yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, for sure, man. This was uh, the Link Up, episode three. I'm with Shaheen, the co-owner of uh, OD Toronto, man. Yo, I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate I, I would it. Go, I would go another hour easy. Yeah, easy. I know you're a busy man. And no, no, it's Carabana Week. Let oh, people know shit, it's Carabana yeah. Week. Like, that's when, like, every single tourist that ever mm. wanted to come to Toronto yeah. comes to Toronto. Oh. They stay for Carabana Week. They have the Carabana Parade. Yeah. And OVO Fest. Yeah. To end it. That's Toronto. That yeah. weekend is what we wait for all year. That's our Christmas. Damn. Yeah. So all you better right, enjoy the city, man. Oh, yeah, man. Most definitely, man. Thank you. I got again, stuff, man. man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Jeez, we out.